Hello everyone. Today's verse starts with 50, Luke 15, 4-5. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully pushes it on his shoulder, puts it on his shoulder. Topic, I am found. Affirmations. I am found. He sees me and rescues me. I am treasured. I am handpicked. Thoughts. I love this verse. It shows us no matter how lost we are, how much we have backslid, he will always come and find us. No matter how deep and dark our life have gotten, Jesus doesn't care. He will come for us to make sure we are all right. And sometimes that's all some of us wants is for someone to tell us that we are okay and for someone to care about us. And a lot of us don't have anyone that will make sure we are, are good or okay. We feel we are fighting the world by ourselves and we aren't. Jesus is right there. I can remember being in the world and I always felt this loneliness. I would share with my roommate that I could be in a room with a crowd of people and still feel alone. And when I gave my life to God, he took that feeling away. He took all my shame and guilt. He took it away. I didn't have to worry about not being good enough anymore because I knew he loved me. It would change and he would change me whatever he didn't like. I wanted and still now want more of Jesus. Luke 15, 1 through 2 says, Now the tax collectors and the sinners were all drawing near to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Jesus ate and mingled with anyone. He needed them to know, and even now, that he cared and didn't care if they didn't have. He looked at their heart. He didn't care how they smelled. He cared about spending time with them. Jesus wants to spend time with us, too. When Jesus finds us, he wants to gather us up and show us that what other people care about, he didn't, he doesn't. He only cares about us. In this parable, you will see that the shepherd came and sought the sheep. He didn't let the sheep wander or let them be alone to be attacked by wolves or other predators. He went and collected the sheep. That's how Jesus is. He goes out of his way to bring us back to him. He goes out of his way to comfort us so that we can learn and see how much he truly loves us. Romans 5 and 6 says, For when we are still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. See, even if we think we are the strongest, the brightest, or the richest, Jesus doesn't care. He will care, he will care for us through our trials, our upsets. I don't know about you all. I need him to carry me through it all because sometimes I get too weak to do it. Things get so overwhelming, I can't. I can release my fears and heartaches to him. Honestly, I didn't think I was worth the time for anyone to look for. I didn't think anyone cared this much for me. He would give us love we never had. Always felt rejected and not loved. And he made me see and feel that he loves me. And he loves you too. Jesus will come for you and aid even when you have sinned. All we need, all he needs us to do is accept him. Jesus died for the ungodly. He says, and many times, I didn't come back for the well. I came back for the sick. He came back for the for the laws. When we release what the world has spoken over us, the negativity, the rude comments, not being good enough, he can break the yoke of any spirit that's upon our lives. You can, you too can say that I know someone that came back for me. I know someone that fight for me. And that's powerful. He came back for us and you can always count on him to do that. Luke 15, 8 through, 9, 8 through 9 says, or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a candle, sweep the floor, search carefully until she finds it? 
And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. Here in the story, this lady had one ten coins. She had one ten coins and she lost one. She dusted, she swept her entire home and she found it. This is just like God. When one of his children leaves or black slits, when his children decides to turn around, he will do everything he can to bring us back to him. He will, he will climb every mountain. He will swim every river. He will do whatever he can to bring us back to him because we belong to him. He lo- his love is persistent. His ways are persistent. Just because we sin doesn't mean he casts us out. He sticks with us. We have to be ready to stick with ourselves and know that God loves us even when we sin. And he knows we're not perfect. And that's why he gives us grace. But we have to remember grace isn't a reason to keep sinning. It's a place to help us continue to stay close to God. Grace is a gift that none of us earn on our own accord. It's given to the children of God so that we may have hope to reach heaven one day. It's placed so when we sin, we can be forgiven and try again. Grace is the most important gift you ever get. Forget about any gift you ever gotten. This is going to be the most important gift you ever get is grace. But it's up to us to not overuse it. Today, if you feel that you are lost and you feel that what you have, what you did last night or you did this weekend or a few moments ago, that he won't forgive you and he won't find you, he will. Dedication first begins with desire. Do you desire him? If you do, allow him Allow him in so that he may love you. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We thank you for your love and grace and mercy. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us for wandering off. Lord, I know that you're there and we ask you to continue to guide us and never leave us. But help us to stay in your hands. Help us to stay connected with you. Lord, we thank you for your love. And we ask you right now, Lord, to mold us and shape us into what you desire. Father, help us to turn from our sins and in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Reference Luke 15 and 10. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Luke 15 and 10. Second Corinthians 12 and 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boost all the more gladly of the weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Second Corinthians 12 and 9. Romans 11 and 6. But if it's by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. Further reading. First Corinthians 6, Proverbs 30, and Numbers 8. So today, if you feel like you're lost and he's not coming for you, you're, you're the worst person you feel. Paul said he was the worst person. Paul killed Christians. And he still went after him. He still stopped him on Damascus Road. He said, wait a minute, what are you doing? I'm paraphrasing. What are you doing? Why do you keep prosecuting me? Why are you bothering these people? He blinded him. He went after Paul. So if he goes after a murderer, a terrorist, he'll go after you. The truth is, is that we have to feel like we're good enough for him or we have to feel good enough for we have to feel good enough about ourselves to let go of our past, let go of our sins. That's the problem. A lot of us don't know how to let go once we seem to let go. And that what, what weighs on us is that shame. Stop thinking that you have to live in shame. You don't. Everyone has a past. No one's perfect. If you meet someone that says they're perfect, run the other way because they're not perfect. If you meet someone that says, I never sinned, run the other way because that person's lying. It says in the Bible that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
Jesus loves you and he will come after you. Jesus loves you and he will love you until the end of time if you allow him to. I hope today you're having a great day. If you're hearing this tomorrow, then it's the first day of the new year. Happy new year. Um, remember that Jesus loves you. Have a good day.